The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. The cold hard truth about the Olympic journey is not really been financially incentivized in the same way that many other professional sports are. The business of basketball involves CBA, Global, our licensing arm, Think 450. All of those things will make up what that looks like. Money in sports is one of the reasons why I enjoy being on Monday Night Countdown. We talk about some of the more interesting aspects of business of sports. When you're talking sports, discipline is the bridge from being good to ultimately being great at whatever it is that you're trying to be or accomplish at your profession. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Bang, boom. This is the Bloomberg <laughs> Business of Sports show where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. And I'm Scarlett Foo. Coming up today, we'll be hearing a few thoughts from Super Bowl winning former NFL quarterback Joe Theismann plus talking the latest in golf. But first, let's begin with some... This is seismic. It is. College football news. USC and UCLA, they are both in talks to join the Big Ten, Scarlet. This is huge. This is If, if this comes off, this will be the first college conference from the East Coast to the West Coast. It's going to be massive in terms of the reach. And really what it does is create two big leagues, right? The Big Ten and the SEC. And all of this goes back, Michael Barr, to things we were talking about last year when Oklahoma and Texas said they were leaving the Big 12 Conference for the SEC, which basically got everyone thinking and a round of realignment. The Big Ten will now include schools like Michigan, Nebraska, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, UCLA, USC. I mean, think of the poor athletes who are going to have to be traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast for a game and then back again. I better get an NIL deal if I'm one of these (laughs) athletes on this team and I got to go from here to there. But let's be honest. This is about the money. Oh, of course. You know, let's, let's just cut to the chase here. But. The product, you can't argue with the product. I mean, especially as you get into the latter part of the season, Mm -hmm. USC, maybe against Michigan. Oh, my OMG. If I sound excited, it's because I am this. I, I can't describe how this is, because, you know, if you're a college football fan and I know some college Football fans are out there, but what about the Pac-12? And is it, well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> the, the Pac-12, Pac-12 still has volleyball, baseball, softball, yeah, yeah, it's, water polo. Yeah, and see, and that's another point. When we talk about this big deal with uh, USC and UCLA. This, yes, football was the catalyst, mm-hmm. but we're talking about all sports involved in this Big Ten basketball. Can you imagine in basketball? You've got USC, UCLA, Michigan, Michigan State. This is huge. It is huge. I mean, I also, I want to go back to that money point because it all comes back to TV contracts. And the Big Ten currently has a six-year, $2.64 billion TV deal that expires in 2023. So it's in a great position to come up with a huge new contract at a time when the TV audience market is really fragmented and 
every streaming service, every network is trying to get the most bang for their buck with uh, attracting live viewers because there's only one thing that people will watch on appointment, and that's live sports. I think the numbers here are critical because in the most recent fiscal year, you look at a conference like the Southeastern Conference, they distributed to each member school an average of $54.6 million. So if you belong to one of these richer conferences, you get paid out more. If you get paid out more, then you can put more money into your athletic program. The Big Ten reported paying about $54.3 million to each of its um, member schools. So comparable. The Pac-12, guess how much they paid each school in the last fiscal year? I'm, I'm going to change my voice just to the, to compare it. How much? <laughs> less than $20 million. So from $54.6 million for the SEC and Big Ten to less than $20 million for Pac-12, that explains why UCLA and USC are making the moves they are. And by the way, if you want to impress your friends playing Trivial Pursuit, when you get the 2024 edition, because that's when, if this all goes down, when this is supposed to take place. Yeah. And the question comes up, how many teams are in the Big Ten? <laughs> and someone's going to say, oh, that's an easy one, Maroon 10. No, it's going to be 16 teams in this conference. Now they're going to have to think about, do we have to change the name of the Big Ten? I think that's part of its appeal, whether it's Big Ten or, I mean, whether it has 16 schools or 10 schools, it doesn't even matter at this point. Big Ten just rolls off the tongue. Let's not forget, too, UCLA, USC, they're based in the nation's number two media market. That's right. Greater LA. So you talk about rich TV contracts, you know, for the Big Ten to now get two premier schools in LA. That contract deal is going to be rich. As my mom used to say, ooh, lordy, this is going to be a big... I, 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 I think we need to get Greg Sankey back on. Yes, yes. We're, the that, commissioner it, of the SEC. Yeah, he, I'm sure he has some comments about it. Uh, speaking of California, which we just brought up, we had just had a conversation with Oakland Athletics President Dave Campbell who we spoke about, you know, projects moving forward, about building a new stadium. Where they're going to play, just the that small matter. location. Yeah, where they're going to play. Well, one hurdle got cleared last week. A California agency cleared the way for the A's to continue planning a $12 billion waterfront ballpark project. The San Francisco Bay Conservation and Development Commission voted 23-2 to reclassify 56 acres, a terminal, at the Port of Oakland as a mixed-use area where a new ballpark could be built. And that's that's one of the major steps that the A's mm-hmm. needed to build that new ballpark, Scarlett. Right. If they didn't get this yes vote, they basically would have said goodbye to Oakland at that point. And Dave Cavill would have then continued to look for sites in Las Vegas or anywhere else that might prove appealing. But this allows the A's to continue moving forward with plans to stay in Oakland. Now, it's it's far from a done deal, folks. But this was the first step. If you're an A's fan and you want them to stay in Oakland, the first step in the right direction. There's still lots of other agencies that need to approve everything, uh, including... Let's just uh, throw one out there. The California Department of Toxic Substances Control, uh, which needs to approve a plan for toxic remediation around the area of the proposed site. Then there's um, they need to develop a binding development agreement and community benefits package to address the details of the project with Oakland. So there's still a lot of work to be done. Now, the mayor of Oakland, Libby Schaff, happy, said the approval moved the city closer to bringing 
as a quote, this bold vision into a beautiful reality and keep our A's rooted in Oakland for generations to come. That's important because now the A's, they're the only team, major league team of the major food groups that's in Oakland because the Raiders, mm-hmm. obviously now they're, they're in Vegas. So they need to keep the A's in Oakland. I hope. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at CutterEconomicForum.com. Moving along. Oh, boy. The Live Golf Series. Civil War. Yeah. This is not going away. Seven more players have been indefinitely suspended because of their participation in a Live Golf event. And we're talking about the one that uh, pretty much just wrapped up taking place in Portland. And this thing is not going to go away. So it's what, seven players in addition to the 17 that have already been suspended. So now 24 players in the PGA Tour are no longer welcome to play for PGA Tour because they participated with LIV, right? That's correct. Uh, One of those players, Patrick Reed, he has moved uh, now and here's my card and see you later, bye. And now he's playing in the LIV. Yeah, he resigned his tour membership. That's right. Now, let's show you something, though, that, you know, this. This is real. There are families that are in the Oregon area, North Plains, Oregon, to be exact. Um, they're angry that the uh, Live Golf Tournament, the event, teed off there uh, because uh, some of their family members were lost in the 9-11 attacks. Oh, right. And Saudi Arabia was one of the sponsoring right. countries of some of the uh, terrorists who hijacked the planes. Yeah, they want the Saudi government to be held accountable for the terrorist attacks, never mind what happened to the journalist about uh, the latest uh, Khashoggi, yeah. uh, Jamal Khashoggi. And so this is real, folks. And I know it's you know there's a lot of money out there. I get it. But again, let's keep it in perspective about what this really is all about. But that brings us talking about golf. <laughs> You know who loves golf? Joe Theismann. And, uh, Joe Theismann is a man of many talents. Yes, he is. Well, see, I, I always say that. It's like athletes can do other things. Me, I could bowl and maybe pitch horseshoes. And that's about it. And I'm not That's good. a lot of other things. It's, <laughs> but Joe Theismann, he loves playing golf. He has he, actually, he had a great way of describing, you know, the, the thought process that goes along uh, when you're actually playing golf. It's, he, I don't know if it's love. <laughs> yeah, well, he, yeah, you're right. Uh, it, it, let me add that he is uh, <laughs> that's very good. He is participating in the American Century Championship Celebrity Golf event that is coming up uh, very shortly. We have him, and uh, we're, he's going to come up later on uh, for our Business of Sports show later on. Shed a bit week. of light, yeah. share his thoughts on golf. But let's just take a peek into his thoughts, shall we? It, it, looks, it looks simple. The ball isn't moving. It's sitting there. Okay, so you say to yourself, I can hit this thing. But yet, it, it's, it's an individual sport. Um, I mean, obviously, when you're at the professional level, and that's the thing that amazes me, a lot of people hit the golf ball off the tee pretty well. 
But when you get to the fairway, your second shot, your shots in, putting, chipping, and all that stuff is where you really see the separation of the really great players and, and, and those that, you know, that think they can be great. But I, I love the game. It's every, it seems like every other sporting event that people participate in, it's action and reaction. Tennis, hockey, mm. uh, football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, cricket, you're reacting. In golf, you hit a shot, and then you get to beat yourself up <laughs> over a four-minute four walk <laughs> and, oh. and ask yourself, why did I hit that shot? Should, should I have pressed the club a little bit more forward? I've got to stay in the shot. I've got to fire my hips. Is my grip okay? Are the grips wet? Is the, is the grass wet? What's the lie look like? You're making me is it above my feet? Is it below this. my feet? Now, now, this is the conversation you have with yourself over the next four minutes. Now you get over the ball again, and, you, and you've got to hit it. And it's still not moving, but it's almost, I swear, those little dimples looking at you, they're, they're like little smiles. Like, you think you're really going to hit me, aren't you? I, I know that you are taking part at the um, American Century Championship at the 33rd rendition. Yeah. It's a celebrity golf preeminent tournament. This is my 31st year playing in it, of the 33. Wow. And, um, you know, it would be July 8th on uh, the Golf Channel and then on NBC Saturday and Sunday, the 9th and 10th. And, I mean, you know, Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford's a new addition this year. Uh, Dwayne Wade's going to play this year. Alex uh, Caruso. John Lester and our new players, then the Currys, you know, Steph and, and Seth. And, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody, the whole entire family plays Dell. Uh, I played with Dell a few years back. And the great thing about the American Century Tournament is a lot of we've raised over six million dollars for charities. But the American Century Investment Company gives away over 40 percent, 40 percent of their uh, earnings to the Stour Institute uh, for Medical Research in Kansas City. Over 40% of their net profits are given to the, the Stour Institute and for other charities to be able to do medical research. Um, and, and the Stour Institute's only been established since 2000. $1.8 billion has been given. Yeah, so this research. is why you do I mean, it. It's just, th- this company is so incredible, and they've been behind this tournament. They do a fabulous job, and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's a thrill to be able to play in this tournament. It's an honor. Guys and gals just want to get Annika, for example, is playing in it. She she uh, she didn't play for a couple of years, and then she came back and she she almost won it. Like, yeah, you know, I mean the names go on: Tony Romo, Justin Timberlake, uh, John Smoltz, uh, Vinny Del Negro won it last year. Uh, Vinny's father had passed away the previous week uh, in hospice, and he beat John Smoltz in a playoff last year. I mean, it, there's guys there's guys that can play. I mean, this yeah. is. It isn't just a bunch of guys banging the ball around, guys and gals just hitting the ball around. This is this is competitive. Yep. Everybody wants to do well, and there's a $600,000 stake at money when it comes to prize money. Super Bowl winning champion quarterback Joe <laughs> Theismann laying some knowledge on us. Again, he's going to be taking center stage at Edgewood Tahoe July 6th through the 10th for the American Century Championship Celebrity Golf Tournament. And he's pretty good. I mean... <laughs> he puts a lot of thought into it. I mean, he definitely like has his approach and has his philosophy and appreciates how other people have kind of framed the game, the philosophy of golf as well. It's, you know, like a zen. You know, yes! You, you, take a, you take a golf t- club and you hold it up. Now I'm going to get all zen-like now. <laughs> 
Uh, this has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. Zen. I'm Michael Barr, <laughs> along with Scarlet Foo. Zen. <laughs> Catch us here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Explore. Explore the world of money and sports. You can catch me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. You know, I, I Twitter and Zen just don't go together. They're they're like complete opposites. Twitter is the opposite of Zen. So you can catch me on Twitter at Scarlet Foo. <laughs> that glass shattering, that was right there. You're listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.